Ladies and gentlemen, who would have thought that pushing a boy into the girl's lavatory could be such a thrill? The screams, the humiliation, the fact that it wasn't me. I've never felt so alive. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, Five. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello! Well, not hi. really such so much of a high than a low. Oh, yeah. We're going to be getting into some sadness soon. In the but let's let's keep going on the high. Let's, let's, let's ride a high for a, a brief period of time. Hello, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kanzarmaju. Welcome to a podcast called Fred, uh, episode 77. Holy moly. Holy moly. We are so close to 100 again. We are getting, yep. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be approaching 200 all up soon, I think, mm. as well, which Actually is... a little over. Yeah. 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 It's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So, welcome to the show, uh, Fulia. Yes. How was your week? My week has been very busy, but very eventful. Excellent. Which has been really good. Good. Um, I have been working as per usual. I have been... Filming certain things, which we will discuss later oh, on. Oh, yes. Yes. That's a thing I did as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been going to meetings of certain things. Um, I got I got to get my... I got an early birthday present from one Wayne Stellini. Yes. And I got to go to the National Gallery of Victoria. And I got to see... The Terracotta Warriors. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> so freaking cool. Oh, I absolutely loved it. I think Wayne really enjoyed it as well. Good. I imagine he would have. Yeah. Yeah. I was just in love with it all because I like I learned about the Terracotta Warriors uh, since I first studied tourism, mm-hmm. um, you know, fresh out of high school, <laughs> which was over 10 years ago. <laughs> Now, why would you go and say something like that, Fulia? <laughs> hey, it's my birthday coming up, so leave me alone. Le- <laughs> I'm older than you. I mean, by two months, two and a half months, but still. 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 <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyway, yes. Um, yes. So. And since I knew about it, um, the fact that the actual uh, site is in Xi'an in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always wanted to go and see them, mm-hmm. but then I found that they were bringing down some of the actual statues, like which, some of the warriors and is, certain pieces. Is insane. I know it's crazy because, like the the like the, the just the frag- fragility of them. Yes, because they're so old and yeah. transporting them. I mean, I know Australia isn't that far from China, but still, that's you know. That's a lot of padding. That's like yeah, it's like a ten-hour flight probably. From what we fa- from what we found out, um, apparently not one of the excavated soldiers to date have been found intact. 
these were all yeah. broken okay yeah in pieces that they had to put together yeah okay wow. so it's amazing that they were able to even transport them here. yeah yeah it's incredible yeah Wow. And they also brought down a few extra um, bits and pieces that they also found, like weapons and pottery, um, which is really fascinating as well because some of them still had some of their color in it. Yeah. And they had some pieces had jade in them, some had bronze, some Mm -hmm. had gold. Mm -hmm. But apparently in China, gold was only used as more of a decorative thing rather than a, you know, a source of empowerment or to, to you know to say you know for riches it's not it wasn't really for riches yeah okay sure yeah. yeah um but it was just so great to be able to see them firsthand mm-hmm. mind you there were only about i think there was about eight of the soldiers okay eight of the warriors that's still impressive yeah so it was like one of each rank Pretty much. Oh, wow. That's that cool. That they decided to bring down. So do you remember exactly how, how old they are off the top of your head? Like they're a couple of thousand years old, I think. Uh, I don't have a great memory when it comes to numbers. That's, that's all right. <laughs> are they are they uh, life size, like size of humans? Or are they a bit bigger? Are they a bit smaller? They're life size. So they're, but okay. The fact there was, there was the, the gallery had them propped onto a sort of platform with a glass case around them. Yeah. Um, so, but if you were to put them ground level with you, mm-hmm. I feel like they were maybe about our height. Yeah. Okay. So these were very short soldiers. Yeah. But it's just amazing that the artists, this is one thing that we found out as well. And I think I, I took a picture of this explanation that was on the wall and I put it on my Instagram. I'm not sure if you've read it, but after the artists had created these statues, Mm -hmm. they were buried alive with them. Um, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. 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 I'm not joking. No, I think that's what the story said. So they, they 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 made them, mm. yeah. They and then them. and then they what they felt their destiny was fulfilled, and so they decided to be. They called it the first emperor's mausoleum, according to the grand historian. Okay. And it pretty much it was I, from what me and Wayne got out of it, I I feel like it was so that the um the treasures or anything that was put into that was made in this in this mausoleum wasn't discovered by anyone else. I'm not sure why. Cause apparently they found remains of like human remains. Oh wow. Or, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's intense. I didn't oh, realize. Yeah. When Wayne read it and then he told me to read it and I was just like, what? That's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go back and look over your Instagram posts. <laughs> So I didn't read the. I I saw the, yeah, the picture yeah. of the, the the description, but I didn't actually read it. Yeah, I, yeah. I I'm sorry. I should have. I read was it. flabbergasted when I read that. I was yeah. just shocked. Yeah, that's 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 just wow. unreal. How could you do that? Like you have no humanity just to bury them alive. But then, like they shut the gates on them when they finished building it all. God. Mm. Okay. This yeah. is this is uh, insane. This is becoming an interesting uh, 
opening to the podcast that I didn't expect. And I'm just like, I want to stop and... It's so worth actually going yeah, and checking it out. Yeah, I should probably go. It's really good. I yeah. absolutely loved it. And I thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne, for taking for it. Yes, it so good. He's always wanted to go see it as well. Like, since he heard about it coming down to Australia, he wanted to go see it too. So he decided to make it a double header and made it my birthday present. So I'm very happy. <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing. Yes. And then we went out and had lunch. And then um, we had, and then we caught up later on for a little meeting of our own um, with the rest of the Fred heads. What else have I done this week? This week, apart from that, um, I've been editing. I've been... Editing. <laughs> I've been editing. <laughs> we had a certain games night at Mr. Philip Hunting's house. Yes, we did. Was so much fun. That was hilarious. Oh my goodness. We played Jackbox games all night. Yes, we did. Hashtag not sponsored, but <laughs> but would love to be sponsored. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. How hilarious was it when we got everybody in on the first game? Oh my god. <laughs> so there's a there's one game in the Jack, Jackbox collection. And I'm not, I can't remember what it was called, but it's literally your little flies and... Yeah, I think it was lice water. Lice water, there you go. And you have to pick the lie or the truth in the fact. So the, the fact, the prompt will come up, you have to say, you have to press either truth or lie. And then you get points according to how fast you picked it. Um, and also the fact that if you picked it correctly and this particular game, you can go from one to a hundred players and we had about 15 almost in the, yeah. in, in the room mm-hmm. and that was hilarious. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> oh man. And then, yeah. And then we played, um, yeah, we, we played Fibbage and we played uh, trivia murder party and, yeah. and then there, uh, what's the other one we played? Oh, um, mm. <laughs> it's got a name and I'm can't, I can't think it's of it. It's not there. It's not there. But there was, yeah, the one where you have to pick which option sounds better. And, uh, oh, yeah, I've forgotten the name of it. It's like, isn't it? Oh, Quiplash, Quiplash. Quiplash. We played Quiplash. Yes. And I got a super Quiplash. You did. At one point. It was so good. And won the game. So that was <laughs> that was really fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, we had a really great time. Oh, it was so much fun. Thank you, Philip, for that. Philip and Kirsten. Yes, and Kirsten. Magical hosts. Yes. It was a magical evening. It was so much fun. Yes. And we had pizza. We did. Yum. Delicious, yummy pizza. Pizza and games. What more could you ask for? <laughs> really? Yeah. It's the perfect evening. Basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to, to finalize my week, um, I worked at the netball. <laughs> Yay, netball. I used to play netball. I love it. So did I, but I only played it for like three months. <laughs> I played it for 15 years. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's a long time <laughs> compared to your three months. Yes. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you, you yes. had a good day today working, though. It, look, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it was a nice day because I was outside the whole time. I thought of you, actually. Like, I went out. It was nice and sunny. I went out. Yeah. See, okay. So before Fulia and I left the games night last night, um, you were saying to me you were worried the weather was going to be terrible because you're going to be outside all day. And, she, and you were like, at least you're going to be inside in the, in the warmth. Yep. Because I work today as well. And then I go outside to get my lunch and it's like blue skies, sun, barely any cloud. And I'm like, oh, Foley is going to be loving this. Yep. <laughs> I was. I, and then I was like, oh, God damn it. I have to go back inside. 
Like, yeah. So, so it, so fun it worked the, in your favor, which for is the nice. First time in a long time, I got to wear my sunglasses. Yes. Yeah. No, it was a really nice day today. <laughs> it really was in Melbourne. It was still cold, but it wasn't like dreadful or no, no. miserable. So the only thing, the only thing that was really annoying for me um, in the morning was the there was a um, the Melbourne. The, the run Melbourne. Yes. Fun run. Yeah. I, how did you go navigating all the uh, the traffic and the, 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 the trains and the replacement buses and all, all right, of so that? Not to, to top it off. What a saga. My, my, my Craigie Burn line had some issues. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're doing maintenance works on the tracks. And so what they've done is they've closed off between Craigie Burn and Essendon stations. So you have to get train replacement buses between those stations. Yeah. So I decided rather than having to take a bus, I thought I'm just going to drive to Essendon Station and just park my car and get the train in, which worked out fine, which was, which was okay. But the only problem with that was I had to catch a train that got me into the city at 9.30 in the morning when I, only, when I needed to be at work by 10.30. So I was there an hour earlier than what I needed to be. But that's fine. I got to Melbourne Central and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get off here. I'll have a little walk around, see if I can find something to eat. Ended up only getting a matcha latte. <laughs> Ooh, matcha latte. And then I walked all the way back to Flinders Street to find that there were blockages because of this fun run. Uh, this marathon or half marathon. Um, then I was like, all right, well, I'm assuming I can still navigate through it because... Because Federation Square was packed out with marquees and people. So I'm like, all right, I need to walk towards um, the MCG way. So I've got to walk down along the Yarra. And I start walking down that way and I found all these other marquees set up. And all these people were there too. And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) no. Oh, no. I'm walking down. It's crowded. It is so packed. I'm trying to navigate my way right down to the other end to get to like Birrung Ma so I can go across the bridge at least. Yeah. And then I find out that area was the finish line of the fun run. <laughs> like, great. Oh, I'm not going to no. be able to go the way I usually go if I was to walk. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cut through to the other side. There was a ramp that would go up that went up to a bridge that took me right across to um, Rod Labor Arena just directly and I because I had to be over at Melbourne Arena. Yes. So it worked out fine. I ma- I managed to go I managed to get to work on time 10 minutes early. Oh, then the then the the time that they said that I needed to be there. Well, so fant- that's like, fantastic then. Worked out well. It did. I got to sit down, relax, take off layers because <laughs> I got hot. <laughs> yes, all that walking. Um, but yes, I I was yeah. I never get through all that. You did. You really? worked. You worked I'm, it out. I'm glad. I'm glad I took the early train. <laughs> yes, good Cause, call. Because apparently, because I wanted to, because t- when I got to Flinders Street Station, I wanted to take the, uh, the tram that went straight to Melbourne Arena because there's a tram stop right in front of it. But unfortunately, even the trams were closed off for all for like all the way from wherever it started. Mm. And so I just thought. Well, I'm glad I didn't drive to Docklands. Otherwise, I would have had to Uber it in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank goodness for that. Yeah. That's been my week. How's your week been? (laughs) Very interesting. Oh, yeah, I love it. (laughs) Fully as, you know, introductions are like a journey that I I look forward to every Sunday. (laughs) 
every Monday, depending on... They're very descriptive. When you're listening to this. Um, yes. No, detail is key. Detail is key. Um, my week, my week, my week. What did I do? Well, yeah, there was there was work. There was filming, which we'll, we will talk about yep. later on. Um, I feel like I did other things and I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, I went to trivia night. Oh, yeah, we went to trivia together as well. So after fil- fil- we wrapped filming, we yeah, we went into the city and did. Uh, Fulia joined me in my trivia buddies, mm. and we won. Yeah, which was fabulous. Usual um, thing. Well, not every week, but <laughs> we do win a lot. Yes. <laughs> not to, not to. I'm really not. I'm very. Don't be too humble no, about it. I want to be Kendall humble. Kendall is the is the brains of the operation. <laughs> Look, she's correct, but <laughs> but I don't want to brag. I don't, you, you, you've got all the rights to brag. I, I know, I do. I literally do, but I don't want to get it. I don't want people to think I'm an... I don't want people to think I'm arrogant, so I don't... I'm not going to brag. No one's going to think you're arrogant. Well, the people that know you know you're not arrogant. Well, that's true. I suppose. I'm very much not arrogant. Uh, I have a low opinion of myself. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's not get too real here. Um, yeah, trivia was awesome. And then um, I've just been watching a lot of TV at home because I've been tight with the money coming back from the States. So I've been binging a lot of Netflix and um, I've been watching a show called Good Girls, which is amazing. It's basically like Breaking Bad, except uh, it's three women and uh, they're all Mm mums and it's awesome. Nice. Like, it's awesome. And nobody knows about it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Season two dropped only like a month or so ago, and I finally found the time to watch it. Uh, I would highly recommend people checking it out. It's mm-hmm. Christina Hendricks, Retta, and Mae Whitman. They're the actresses that cool. play, play the three girls, and I'm I'm freaking loving it. Um, <laughs> so I, that's my recommendation for the week. Um, yeah, and then the game's night, and yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I'm forgetting stuff. Oh, I went to Bendigo yesterday as well. I went and caught up with mum and dad and um, for the first time since coming back from my trip. And cool. that was good. Did they miss you? <laughs> um, Not yeah. the usual amount that they usually miss you? Well, no, yeah. No, they were they were happy to see me and um, I told them some stories and, the, you know, they told me how they're planning on go- driving up north, you know, in a couple of weeks. So oh, cool. They're doing, they're doing Sydney sunshine coast and gold coast um big drive um over three weeks oh nice so yeah it's really exciting for them i'm very excited for them (laughs) um but yeah no that was good i yeah i really do feel like i'm forgetting a thing but i apologize (laughs) if i've forgotten someone um amongst all of that but yeah i had a i had a good week that's good it was good awesome feeling good feeling great now let's get into the nerdy news This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay. All right. So remember when we were saying we had to do sad stuff before? Yeah. Well, we're going to do sad stuff now. Aww. And I don't like it. I want to take it back. Um, <laughs> okay. So starting off the nerdy news, um, sadly, we had a couple of... Uh, recognizable well talents one is a definitely definitely recognizable talent maybe not a name but the other is a huge name 
in terms of 80s cinema. Um, we lost the actor Rutger Hauer this week. He was only 75 years old uh, after a short illness. Um, most people would know him as uh, the antagonist of the film Blade Runner, the Harrison Ford, uh, Ridley Scott uh, cult futuristic noir thing that came out in the early 80s mm-hmm. um, and Rutger Howard delivered one of the most iconic uh, I guess villain monologues if you will um, in cinema history a lot of people refer to it as one of the greatest ever and I think it was all him that came up with it too I feel like I read that in an article while I was reading about the news of his passing I could be wrong so I apologize if I'm butchering this but um, but it is a very memorable speech so check it out if you feel so inclined. Um, he was also in the original version of The Hitcher, which is a horror movie, right. where he plays a hitchhiker that's, uh, you know, not very nice. I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> the, I really like the remake, though. Um, I haven't seen the original film, but I hear the original film is fantastic. Uh, and then, of course, uh, if Wayne was here, he would love that I'm mentioning this movie, Lady Hawk. Uh, it's a Michelle Pfeiffer movie from mm. the 80s fantasy thing i believe i've never actually seen it um but um yeah rutger howard was in that as well um so yeah very sad to hear uh of his loss this week uh it's awful um and then we have also lost uh russie taylor who was most known for voicing Minnie mouse um for at least the last 30 to 40 years mm-hmm. um and she was just very well known across the board in terms of her voice work um because she was also a big part of the simpsons um which is very sad she uh was actually the voice of martin prince oh so dear martin um is gone Aww. um <laughs> i'm gonna get emotional um <laughs> she also voiced sherry and terry and uda um amongst many other characters on the simpsons those were mm-hmm. her most well-known ones and then she also did huey dewey and louie for a time in the uh in disney oh the ducks yeah uh, and a bunch of other disney characters and animated characters over nice. the years like she was yeah she's very busy lady. So uh, she passed away at the age of 75. Mm. So rest in peace to both of you incredibly yes. talented artists. Thank you for your work. Um, okay, into some happier news now. Uh, starting with some Marvel news this week. Uh, very exciting for Australian Marvel fans because it was announced that Thor, Love and Thunder and Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings will both be filming in Sydney next year at Fox Studios. Yes. I'm excited. I yes. I feel like fully would be more excited <laughs> than any of us because you sh- I, you've got to try and get I in there somehow. I've got to try so bad. I've you, already been researching good, how I can get Good. Work. Please do anything. I mean, Sid- Sydney's a lot closer than the Gold Coast, so it's it's true. It's a lot more doable. So go for it, girl. And apparently um, they're starting filming next year. They are. Yes. So yeah. Shang Shang Chi's filming first. Uh, um, because it's coming out um, in 2021 first, I believe, yeah. from memory. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then Thor: Love and Thunder will be filming immediately after that. So um, yeah, big year um, for Fox Studios up in Sydney next year, and yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, Marvel celebrities will be popping down under. So oh my god, it's exciting think, for us. Think, think about our cons next year. Oh oh, don't <laughs> don't. <laughs> I ne- I nearly had a. I nearly had a stroke then, just thinking of 
could you imagine uh, if any of if any of them went to a con? Like if any of them went to Supernova well, or Chris to Hemsworth, dude. I know he. I know, but I mean, like next year, like if any of these guys, like it would I work would... out. It would work out in their favor time wise. <coughs> it would. It would really, it, and it would make sense. But like, if they're too busy filming, then obviously they can't. But I mean, I would. I would die if I met Natalie Portman. I would die. I love that woman. I will. I will. I want to marry her. <laughs> she's amazing, and I'm, I imagine I'm like so much taller than her as well because she's very tiny. Yes. She um, is. But yes. Anyway, um, oh, I'm even more excited for next year now. Not that that's going to happen, but you know, wishful thinking. Um, okay, next up in the news, um, Hulu announced this week that they are doing a remade series version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, very famous Douglas Adams novel um, that's been interpreted a couple of times already. Um, the most famous one I think listeners might know would either be the BBC uh, series or the um, Martin Freeman, Alan Rickman, Zoe Deschanel film that came out about... Oh, and Sam Rockwell's in it too, like 10, 10 or so years ago, maybe 15 years ago almost, um, which is pretty funny, pretty good, enjoyable watch. Um, yeah, but they're making a series uh, from, let's see, uh, executive producer Carlton Cuse is his name. He worked on the most recent version of Jack Ryan that starred John Krasinski and uh, Jason Fuchs, um, who helped to write this script for Wonder Woman, um, is going to be they're going to be running that show. So that's exciting to look forward to. Uh, And lastly in the news, not much news today following the epicness that was Comic-Con from last week, but that's all right. Um, Will and Grace sadly is coming to an end. The revival will be ending after season three. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think it was inevitable. Well, I looked up to see what the reason might be behind the the ending of it. And uh, it kind of sounded like they were just like, oh, we don't want to, you know, flog a dead horse. Basically, they don't want to, like, overstay their welcome. Mm. Um, So they're ending it. Well, you know, it's still on, on, a, high. on a high on their terms, if, if you good. will. Which is, yeah, it's good. You don't yeah. want it to get stale too quickly, yeah. especially for a show that already has so many seasons behind it. So what, what, the last, so the original series ran till season seven. I think it was season eight. Season eight. And fairly certain it had eight initial seasons in its original run. Right. That ended in the early noughties. And then, yeah. So um, now they're doing an end, now that they're doing a third season to finish it off. I was going to say if it was seven, it would have been a nice round ten. Ten, but no, it's eleven. It's eleven. It's going to be eleven. No, it's yeah. still good. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Um. So the last season of Will and Grace uh, should be airing uh, next year. Awesome. So we'll get that on stand here. I mean, in Australia. sad, but it's sad. Still pretty good. Yeah. I'm here's hoping they can spend the last, uh, their last leg, um, coming up with some quality episodes. Yes. And I'm sure they will. They will. I'm sure they will. And one day I'll get around to watching the revival. <laughs> Because I'm the worst. Um, cool. That's the news. Yeah. Uh, is there anything? Oh, I missed a you thing. You missed one. <gasps> oh, my God. I was actually glad you missed it. Oh, my God. Yeah, she has to go back to it because she realized yep. that she missed it. I'm not on form. Missed it. I'm, yeah, I literally did. I'm not on form today. Wow. <laughs> Apolog- I, I did not want to mention it. Apologies like, for I me. Do I go? Do I remind her? What do I do? I think I'm it's, gonna let her go. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a huge news item anyway. No. We're very light on it's news this week. It's not that important. It's not, but I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> Although Wayne would 
beg to differ. <laughs> Wayne would if he was here. Um, yes, no, uh, director Andy Machetti uh, this week confirmed the runtime of the forthcoming It Chapter 2 uh, as two hours and 45 minutes. That's going to be long. Too long. That's a long movie. It's almost as long as Endgame. Like, that's huge. It's too long for a horror movie. It, 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 look, honestly, I kind of agree with you. That is kind of a long time for a horror film, but because it's It Chapter 2, I don't care. <laughs> I'm totally okay. happy. I'm totally happy to strap myself in for two two hours and forty five minutes with this, because no, 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 because it's just su- it's done. Like the first movie was, it's it's the, the it's like on another level in terms of horror. For I mean, for me anyway. Yeah. Like the way it's made, it's not your typical. Like you couldn't do. I mean, sorry, Wayne, you couldn't do a Friday the Thirteenth movie for two hours and forty five minutes. Like, okay. I mean, I don't think you could like a slasher film like that. But we're something. With you know the source material here is so rich. The book is over a thousand pages. Yeah, which is why it's been split into two. Which is you know that's when you split books into two movies. People get with it. <sighs> I hate it so much. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, that's basically yeah. I, I I think it's justified. But hopefully, it's paced well. As long as the pacing is good and people don't get bored, people don't lose interest, people miss things because they decide to get bored and not pay attention. You know all that stuff. You know, it needs to flow. Yeah. So as long as it flows and it doesn't stagnate anywhere, then we'll be good. Okay. You're still not watching it, so it's fine. No. You don't have to worry about it. Good. You're going to spend two hours and 45 minutes watching uh, something else that comes out in September. I don't know. Good. Something awesome, I'm imagining. Would be. Would be. Because you watch awesome things. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, and yes, that now, was... Now it's... That's the nerdy news. End of the nerdy news. Oh, man. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Um, cool. Yeah. Anything? I think we kind of touched on everything. Yeah, as I, we think went we along. Did. I think I'm, we're all good. I'm, I'm overly excited about, you know, Fox Studios. And oh, yeah. That's and that's been my favorite Shinchi. thing. Sh- yeah. I've been all over. Like yes, like no joke. For the last couple of days, <coughs> I've been looking up to whether or not I can get. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Don't don't stop believing. I'm gonna keep going. Please. Even if I'm their runner, I will go and get them coffee. Oh, Just put please. me in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to be in the credits so people stay and see my name because they have to stay because it's a Marvel movie, right? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. My name will be there. I, I'm going to make it happen. Please do. For the love of God, please let it happen. I really want this to happen for you. <laughs> that would be amazing. For the love of Stan Lee. For the st- yes. <laughs> For the love of Stan Lee and Kevin Feige. Yes. Praise be unto you. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's let's not go too ridiculous. Yeah. Let's just rein it back a bit, and then we're gonna roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. It's trailer park time. It's trailer park time. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Um, cool. So we've got some really good trailers this week. Yes. I'm very excited to talk about all of them. Um, yeah, me too. Shall we just go top to bottom in the sure. list? Fabulous news. Fulia, what's the first trailer? Our first trailer is Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Which, by the way, I still think is one of the greatest sequel titles of all time. Yes. Because, yeah, literally the reason, because you haven't seen the first one. Nope. So the reason it, Double Tap is a thing, it's one of, so you know how in the trailer they're referring to um, rules? A set yes. of rules that has to, so, so Jesse Eisenberg's character, um, he um, 
na- basically kind of narrates the first film. Okay. And he explains to the audience the situation and then he goes through all the rules that you have to follow mm-hmm. in zombie land in order to survive. Okay. Uh, and double tap is one of them. And that means you have to you have to make sure you've killed that zombie. So if you shoot someone, if you shoot a zombie, even if you shoot it in the head, and which is, you know, supposed to kill it, you have to double tap it. You have to shoot it again. To Hit, be sure. To be sure. So right. double tap. So that's why it's called double tap. Cause it's, it was hilarious because yeah. when they did the teaser... They put it up on Instagram and they use double tap as a great pun to double tap their post. Oh, that's clever. That's, <laughs> that's good marketing. Nice. Very good marketing. Very good marketing. <laughs> well done. Um, yes, this is a really good trailer. Um, I'm a little worried though, I, I will say. I mean, as funny as this is, like there's a lot of humor and there's a lot of humor in the first one as well. Yep. Um, I'm so glad that the original cast is back. That's amazing. I'm a little concerned about the addition of this new character, Madison. She's the blondie? A, the blondie, valley girl type. like I've, Sort of airhead? I, yeah. I feel like that's <laughs> going to get on my nerves real quick. Yeah. Um, but I liked Emma Stone's reaction to her. It was perfect. Oh, she's cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would also marry Emma Stone just quietly. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. But no, I, I, I don't know about how I feel about that. And then like, you know. The hu- the I hate I okay I that's a strong word I don't hate stoner humor I don't really like it much no like too much of it is just too much yeah that I know the I know the scene that you're talking about yep and I was actually as soon as as soon as that she mentioned that line and he's like do you really think that I am the type of person to, to carry a bag to of carry weed or whatever bag of weed with me and I'm like. You are, aren't you? And then he produces it, and yeah. I'm just like, that was so predictable. That was <laughs> that's not funny. No. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't really, don't really care for that either. Um. But apart from that, you know, all the stuff with you know the main four, um, interacting and the fact that they're in the White House, um, that that's pretty funny. Oh yeah. Um. There's going to be a lot of good jokes coming out of that, and then and then just I love the the ending of the trailer when. Luke Wilson steps out of this monster truck and then he starts acting like Woody Harrelson's character. And then out pops, I think it's Thomas Middleditch actually, um, from Silicon Valley. He looks like Jesse Eisenberg. Oh my God. And that, and then Emma Stone's like, what she, what she say? She said, am I, am I hallucinating yeah. or something? Yeah. 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 Am I hallucinating? Yeah. It was very funny. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke. What did you think of this trailer? Um, for a person that hasn't actually seen the first one, I looked at the looked at this trailer and was like, "Wow, that's hilarious! It's it's actually pretty funny." Uh, I'm one for not liking zombie themed films. Yeah. Um, but if they have this type of humor in it, then I might be inclined to watch it. Yeah. Well, I that's why I said to you yeah. after we watched it, I think you might enjoy the first one. Yeah. So. But in saying that, there were some scenes where it was kind of gross, <laughs> especially the one with the tractor because oh, that was my, great. My reaction was literally like ooh, 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 <laughs> looking away at the same time. It's okay, it's dead. It won't feel it. Um, <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> I can see it. I happen. know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that's what I. So yeah, it, it does get a little gory, but yeah. it's they are very funny movies. Yeah. And so that's probably the only thing that scary. sort of deters me is the goriness of the films. But if it's going to be that funny, 
then I maybe I might go see Okay, it. I feel like we should have a day where I try and get you to watch Zombieland because I, I would be really curious to see if you would actually enjoy it. And not, okay. and not make you sit through the whole thing. Yeah. Like, if you get to a point where you're like, okay, enough, we could turn it off. Yeah. Because it's a, it, you know, it's zombies. And I know yeah, we can we can trial it. Yeah. See what happens. Give it a trial run. <laughs> Works. I also, Set up a camera. <laughs> yeah. I also really liked the um that would be very funny. Um I also really enjoyed the this the opening of the trailer. The fact that this is a movie Zombieland 2 double tap, right? Mm. And they've got the movie opening with the fact that all of these actors are either Oscar winners or Oscar nominees. <laughs> Like Academy Award winner Emma Stone, like you know, at the over the top. Oh man! Like, I, for a movie like this, like that's that's good humor. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, when is this one coming out for you? So Zombieland Two Double Tap will be out in Australian theaters tenth of October, twenty nineteen. Yeah, so a couple of months away. Yeah, it's at like least. two. Yeah, two and a half months. Yeah, nice. That's going to be fun. Awesome. That's going to be fun. What's our next film? Oh, this one, my favorite. <laughs> this one, very much my favorite. Um, <laughs> this is for a movie called Jojo Rabbit. Directed by Taika Waititi. Starring Taika Waititi <laughs> as Adolf Hitler. Oh, I um, know. So. It's a satire. It's a satire. Now, because like you hear the name Jojo Rabbit and you're like, what the hell is that going to be about? Um, yeah, it's about a boy who uh, is in the Hitler Youth, essentially. Mm-hmm. And his, I read the synopsis for it. His mum, played by Scarlett Johansson. Um, Gorgeous woman. Oh, would marry her. Um, <laughs> God, we just talked about lovely women today. Uh, it's <laughs> wonderful. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so she, um, yeah, she's the boy's mum, Jojo's mum, and she's hiding a, a Jewish kid yep. during the Middle World War Two. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, the thing about Taika Waititi, so he's, he is actually Jewish and I didn't realize that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I didn't tell fully that until now, On so purpose. I wanted her reaction <laughs> and also wait for it. Um, when Taika was asked about why he chose to play the role of Hitler, given that he's a Jewish man, he said, the answer's simple. What better fuck you to the guy? <laughs> bravo, bravo. Oh, my God. <laughs> this man should be just praised so much. I love this. I, Taika is just a genius. Um, this trailer was so funny. I mean, it's only like a minute or so long. It's very, yeah. very much a teaser. Um, Rebel Wilson's in it. Sam Rockwell's in it. Um, I feel like this might ugh. be going into like a few festival runs. I feel like it is too. Yeah. Um, let me just confirm. That. I think it's at Sundance. I think going for Sundance. No, Sundance has already happened. Okay. Uh, it's going to be in the Toronto International Toronto sorry Film Festival TIFF. with TIFF. Yes, which is a major, major one. Yeah. Um, it's Canada's biggest. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be you know playing there in September. So any Canadians that might be listening or uh, North Americans, um, please go check that out. Yes. Support uh, Kiwi filmmaking. Um, 
and hilariousness, basically. Yes. If you have a good sense of humour, you should enjoy this movie. Especially because it's a big fuck you to Adolf Hitler. So I I really hope it comes down to Australia as well. Oh, it will. will. I would love to see that. It will. (laughs) There is no way in hell this won't be hitting here. Yes. Um, Yeah. I just... Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> like, it looks great. Yeah. Like, and I love the way the trailer was cut. Like, you know, you don't, because you don't get any... It I- looks, it looks like a dramatic film. Like a true story type film. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny. It's based on a book um, that I read. Well, I, I, I didn't read the book. I meant that I read that I... That it was based on a book. That was really confusing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, um, but um, I really also enjoy the fact, and this is part of Tyker's, you know, <clears throat> humour and hilariousness and all that, is the fact that all these boys have Kiwi accents. So I think, like, every actor in this film is going to have their natural accent. Like, Scarlett will be American, Sam Rockwell American, Rebel Wilson will be Australian. And then, and that, but for some reason, Tyker has talking English with a German twang. Yes. Like a stereotypical German twang. And you can hear a teeny bit of his Kiwi accent coming through as well. And yeah. It's hilarious. It's if you guys haven't seen this trailer, go check it out, please. It's so good. It's it's wonderful. Uh I cannot wait for more <laughs> from this. Oh, bless his cotton socks. Yep. Um okay, so release date uh in the US, our official release date, um, will be the eighteenth of October. Um, so the week after Zombieland 2 mm-hmm. and uh, in the UK it's not coming out until the 3rd of January Ooh, um, okay. yeah so a bit of a gap yeah um, but uh, hopefully Australia will get it sometime between, between that yes yeah or maybe in January I mean I'm happy to, so. I'm happy to wait for this as long as it comes out it looks good it looks great <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend awesome awesome okay and the last trailer was very emotional for us, especially Euphoria. What was it? A beautiful day in a neighborhood. Yes. Oh. So this is the Mr. This Rogers one, This one movie. pulled on my heartstrings. Me too. And I didn't really ever... I was never exposed to Mr. Rogers as a kid. I so. actually grew up watching yeah. a lot of his shows. Yeah. And so watching this particular trailer just... I started getting teary halfway through and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I I was getting teary and like, I, I just the way it, uh, Tom Hanks is just a, I mean, I'm going to use the word genius again, but he's a genius. He's an incredible actor. He is a wonderful, wonderful man. Um, And he's just, uh, I love how he disappears into these characters. Like you look at it and you know, it's Tom Hanks, you know, but like he really transforms. He does. He really does. And he's, he's seen like the videos that I've seen since, you know, being an adult and watching like, you know, clips online of people talking about Mr. Rogers and the actual, some of the actual footage and stuff. Yeah. Um, like he seems to really have captured his innocence and sincerity and sensitivity and just kindness and all of that, like all, all the good goodness of who yeah, this man definitely, was definitely. as a, as a, as a children's entertainer, as an entertainer in general and yeah. just a good person. Um, and just, but just the way he was talking, that's what made me start to cry because he was just so, it's like heartwarming. The heart, yeah. You really felt it. Yeah. You really felt oh. it. So I don't think there's going to be a dry eye in the house. No way. Uh, during this. And I like the fact that they've kind of 
the movie. It's not a it's not a traditional biopic. It's a, like how how we've been talking about Judy mm. about it being set in the later you know later years of her life. Yep. Well, this is Mister Rogers in his later years. Yep. Um, being interviewed. So they framed it as like you know this guy's coming and he's doing this big interview about him and learning about who he is. So that's a really cool way. And that's been done many times, like the Cha- Charlie Chaplin biopic with Robert Downey Jr., which is amazing, um, was that premise as well. Wow, okay. Anthony Hopkins played an interviewer and went travelled to Switzerland where Chaplin was living um, and interviewed him. Um, and that was really, really good, like in his later life. And then, yeah. and then you, you, you get the flashbacks of, you know... Yeah, all that. So it's this is probably going to be a very similar kind of experience. Maybe not as many flashbacks and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, I'm just, I've just fallen in love with this already. I just, yeah. I really want to see it. It's yeah. so gorgeous, and a lot of the props they they use in the film, I rem- like in the show itself with Mister Rogers. I recognized a lot of them, like yeah. especially that train. He uses that train to bring in certain like things into 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 the set mm-hmm. and it's oh my god it is just so nostalgic for me i just yeah. i love it oh that's so nice oh my gosh mm. oh don't cry <laughs> that's so nice yes yeah this looks really good also recommend checking this trailer out yes um it will be released in theaters on the 22nd of november in the us of a and the 6th of december in the uk I want it in Australia. It's gonna come here. <laughs> this this is gonna be. I think this that's released. That's a prime Oscar time, Oscar Ooh, nomination release. So yeah. it's gonna. He yeah, they're definitely gonna be campaigning for a best actor nod for him. And if they don't, I just based on that trailer alone, he deserves a nomination. Oh, definitely. So it's probably gonna happen. Um, but that's gonna be one of those films. So there'll be no doubt that it'll come out here as well. Yes. So hopefully next trailer will have a release date for mm-hmm. the Australian listeners. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, that's that. All right. Rolling uh, on out. Rolling on out of the trailer park and up and into... Popcorn culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's popcorn culture time. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Carol Jenny. Nyan Spartacus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Love it. Popcorn culture time. <laughs> popcorn culture time. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Popcorn Culture. The main the main event is yes. here. Um We have arrived. We have arrived. <laughs> uh what was the question uh, from last week. All right. So last week we asked you, what is your favorite versus least favorite sequel in the same franchise and why? And why? Yep. Why? Kendall. Yeah. What's your gut reaction? Well, I just realized I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> <coughs> That's all right. <coughs> Too busy dying. Um. That's okay. <coughs> No, I didn't. I didn't think about my answer <laughs> until like today during my tea break at work. <laughs> oh well, good for you. I I completely forgot. Um, <laughs> it's good. No, no. I see. I'm. 
I kind of gonna I'm just kind of gonna cheat and just go with some of the um, examples that I used when I made the questions for the social media. Nah. Um, sneaky, sneaky. Um, yeah, because those are the ones that really come to mind. Would be you know, Avengers Endgame in the mm-hmm. MCU being my favorite um, Marvel film because it's just beyond. You yes. know, we all know the it's the biggest movie of all time now. It's epic. It's epic is the word um and yeah and then in the same franchise you know there there's a film called the incredible hulk <laughs> which is film number two in uh in the entire thing um came out only five or six weeks after iron man did yes very close together because they were still really figuring out what they were doing back okay. then so um like they'd definitely were starting to connect them because you know the end of iron man one had nick fury rocking up and then at the end of I, uh, sorry, the end of uh, Incredible Hulk had Tony Stark rocking up. Yep. Um, so they were connecting them. But yeah, th- this movie is, yeah, it's um it's not a bad movie by any means, but it's just not a great movie. Um, and, you know, and then there's the whole, you know, Edward Norton versus Mark Ruffalo thing. You know, Mark Ruffalo does, does, seems to do a lot, a lot better in the role. I mean, Edward Norton's a fantastic actor. Um, I don't think he was the right fit to play the part, but I could just be saying that because I'm so used to Ruffalo now. Yeah, maybe. Because I think I remember going into the Avengers when Ruffalo first appeared as Bruce Banner and going, oh, this is annoying. They've recast another actor. and But then it was just like, oh, no, this is fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> isn't Mark Ruffalo like the th- third rendition of a Bruce Banner well, or the Hulk? In, like in, in contemporary times. I was going to say, yes, in contemporary times, definitely. Because, um, yeah, Eric Banner's Hulk movie, directed by Ang Lee, came out in 2004. Yep. Uh, some some people do consider that very loose hanging canon in terms of the MCU. Okay. Uh, some I've seen differing opinions and arguments on that. Um, I don't consider it a part of the MCU at all. Um, but, yeah, I, could, I guess it could kind of make sense giving the way Incredible Hulk opens with, you know, the credits are him become, like, you know, the experiment going wrong yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo yeah. makes number three, and Ruffalo stuck it out, which yeah. is great. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I just think, yeah, for me, that's probably the biggest one. And then another another one I used in one of the other questions was, um, yeah, the lord of the rings mm-hmm. like the return of the king or, or maybe or any of them actually fellowship two towers or return of the king they're all incredible movies yeah and then you know in and then you have something like and the the hobbit films you know in the same franchise battle of five armies being the key example because that was uh, the second one wasn't no, it? no that was the third one the third one right i just i don't I don't get it, and I think it was a lot of. I think maybe it was a lot of uh, studio interference with the Hobbit trilogy because n- it, notoriously Peter Jackson had a terrible time making the, those movies, uh, and you can see it on screen okay. because that they didn't really, you know, plan very well because initially it was only supposed to be two movies, and that mm. would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, because the I mean, it, the Hobbit is not even a, a big book. Like it's fairly straight. No, it's, it's not. It's fairly tiny. Yeah. Fairly straightforward. I don't understand why they had to stretch it out into three films. This honestly, is, this is what I was saying earlier when I was like, "Don't you know how you can take a thousand-page book like it? It should be split into two. Uh, that that's that's justified. Splitting a book like The Hobbit, which is probably not even three four hundred pages long, 
yeah. into three movies is ridiculous. And how long were each of those movies? They were they like they were over two hours each. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just how not do you, necessary. How do you fill in that much time yeah. over three films yeah. from a tiny book? Exactly. Like, and I, I can understand Lord of the Rings making more sense because of know, how big those books. Because are. those big those, no, those books, stories were long. Those stories are long, and they trend. You know, Peter Jackson and everybody that worked on those films did such a great job of adapting it for yeah. the screen. You know, without sacrificing, you know, too much of you know critical information from the source. Yeah, which is fantastic. And, but then, yeah, you, and then for some reason, this almost the same group of people almost, I think, worked on The Hobbit. And I just, I don't get it. I mean, I know I'm kind of going trilogy versus trilogy here, just ge- in general. But if I had to pick two films, it would probably be, yeah, Return of the King and Battle of Five Armies. Just because, yeah, especially because of the, the special effects as well. Ah, okay. A lot of the CG in, in The Hobbit trilogy wasn't as good. And it was bizarre because it was Weta, Weta, did Yeah, Weta, yeah. Weta did it. And they did lord of the rings as well and mm. that was yeah i don't yeah I, I can't i could go on and on about it i can't say like i agree or disagree because i've only seen each of those movies once and i barely remember them <laughs> yeah and you know there's extended versions of the hobbit as well i've watched that was the fir- that was Whoa. my first go alex my best friend <laughs> sat me down and made me watch all of the lord of the rings films in their extended editions so you watched Three four hour movies basically. Pretty much. Yeah, that's all. I haven't seen the extended version. So that's and then she made me go and watch The Hobbit afterwards. Oh, did she make you watch the extended Hobbits? I'm not sure. Okay, the extended Lord of the Rings. I I, I understand, but you they did extended Hobbits as well, mm. and I don't. Get I don't it. know. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, but that's <laughs> that's base. They're my they're my gripes. They're my yep. Those are the ones gr- that grind my gears. Yep. Uh, and the films that I I love. And yeah, Lord of the Rings is just one of the greatest film achievements and trilogies yep. ever made. Period. So yeah, it's just a shame that the Hobbit had to kind of undercut that a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and then Peter Jackson tried to do Mortal Engines and it didn't work. Even though he wasn't directing it, he was still involved in it. Oh, I could, yeah, anyway. <laughs> also not a terrible movie, but not great. Okay. Just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Fulia. Yes. Please stop me from talking. <laughs> what, what are your answers? Okay, so my answers, not surprising. <laughs> is from the Harry Potter franchise. Hey, okay, this is going to be an interesting <laughs> bit of discussion then. Go on. Okay. Um, so my favourite Harry Potter film is Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Good with, choice. With Prisoner of Azkaban coming up as a close second. Okay. So two and three. Sure. Two and three. Yep. Uh, mainly because Chamber of Secrets, I don't know what it was when I, when I was growing up, when I first saw it in the cinemas, I just fell in love with all the parcel tongue and the the story of how you know they go down down this tunnel and then they come across moaning myrtle and and then i'm just like oh my gosh i don't know as 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 a teenager i just i loved it yeah no i can i can <laughs> i can understand cuz like chamber of secrets came out at the height of like my obsession with harry potter yep and also with Daniel Radcliffe, who I yes. want, who I wanted to marry as well. I I was I, marry I was everybody. a I was a very big Rupert Grint fan. Oh, so Ron Weasley Ron, was my man. Yeah, <laughs> I that's good. He's a good choice. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I can understand why. And and Chamber of Secrets as well is 
just as a film is really, really good. Yeah. And as an adaptation of the book, it's perfect. Yeah. Except for the fact that it, it, it uh, omits the St. Mungo stuff. The what? Don't, don't, isn't there, okay, you haven't read I, the books. I have read the books, you but have. it was so long ago. Okay, I could be remembering incorrectly. Um, oh, no, unless the St. Mungo stuff is later on. No, I think it's later on. Never mind. But I know, <laughs> no, it is later on. Sorry. In one of the later books, I think maybe Order of the Phoenix. Or, okay, or I haven't Goblet, read that one. Or Goblet of Fire. One of them, they go to St. Mungo's and see Neville's parents. Uh, and okay. they also see Gilderoy Lockhart there. Oh, because he right. ends yeah, up no, he ends I up in, no he ends up in St Mungo's, which is the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he, you know, obviously, f- you his know, memory's been the wiped. memory got wiped after <laughs> you know he used Ron's broken which wand. Which I have to I have to admit, he was a hilarious defense against the dark arts teacher. Kenneth Branagh is amazing. He was so funny, and he's really good in that. That role is really <laughs> not like anything else I've ever seen him do, and I've seen a lot Such of his a stuff. vain character. Yeah, and he did it perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It was such a great, like the I love his his first scenes in the um the flourish and blots right when he's you know yeah. talking himself up and he's like doing those cheesy laughs like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> oh stop like like that kind of stuff yeah. and then you just see Molly Weasley just and, and every or well, every woman in the room just falling every over witch him. every witch in the room you know <laughs> yeah but yeah he's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a it's a fantastic film. And Prisoner of Azkaban, I I I think is a good is a good movie, but for me it kind of it was very jarring. Okay. Because, because of the time travelling? No, 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 no. Nothing to do with the what goes on in the film. Just because of um the aesthetic change, the change of because uh. this was the first time they changed directors and they uh, had to recast Dumbledore because Richard Harris passed yes, away, that's true. which was really sad. Um, and but Michael Gambon did an amazing job mm-hmm. um, filling the shoes, and I really like his inter- his interpretation of Dumbledore. Yeah. But it's such a hard turn from the the fairy dust magic version of the first two. Like you get, they've got that big kind of like warm glow yeah. about them Look, and then this one this is when they started to get darker and it yeah. makes sense too because of the book that's where the books started to get yeah. darker which, which was with Azkaban but then like yeah so I, I don't hate it I don't I yeah. think it's a good movie but it was just very jarring just because the visual styles are so different yeah for Look, me um, I suppose for me um, Chamber of Secrets although my favourite was quite dark for me at the time. Oh, well, it can, especially the basilisk stuff. Yeah, especially the end the, is... the end, sort of the end third of that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're in the actual chamber. Yeah. That in itself was quite dark. Well, the scene with where the basilisk is chasing Harry down the, the, the you know, the, the tunnels yeah, and yeah. the sewer is terrifying. Exactly. And, you know, for... Yeah. Like, so I suppose in that instance, that's sort of where it maybe started and then just kept going from there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, And so Prisoner of Azkaban, for me, I just, I suppose maybe the, the introduction of, you know, Sirius Black and the the whole, the whole thing of being able to time travel and the you know the the main three characters being able to see themselves oh yeah i love the time travel stuff that that stuff that stuff blew my mind when i first watched yeah, it cuz i was like holy moly what's going on it's really clever yeah yeah um so in that instance that's and that and that story was kind of my favorite as well yeah um 
So that's why it's a close second it's for a me. Good, it's a good book. Yeah. It's a good book. Yeah. Um, so what's your, but what's your least favorite mm. okay. Harry Potter film? My least favorite is Order of the Phoenix. Oh, see, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> wow, we're really not on the same page yeah. in terms of Harry movies. But that's okay. Um, why, th- why don't you like it? It's, I, th- I think it's Order of the Phoenix or it could even potentially be the next one, which is Half-Blood Prince. Correct. Um, I think only because... Umbridge was introduced. Yeah, see, that's why... And that character sort of potentially ruined it for me. Because <laughs> I hated her. <laughs> see, that's the thing. I love Order of the Phoenix because I love to hate Umbridge. Umbridge. <laughs> because she's such a good villain. She's a better villain than Voldemort for me. Oh, man. I, th- like... I think. She's so... I look... And it's so funny because you're not the only one of my friends who said that, that they hate... Well, they don't like... They dislike Order of the Phoenix because of Umbridge. Because yeah. of, and I get that because she is she's detestable. Yes. She's despicable. She's an awful human being. And stuff she does to Harry and just to Hogwarts in general. Mm. But for me that kind of makes the the moment where the Weasley twins get, you know, get their revenge on her when they leave Hogwarts is so sweet, so amazing. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, you know, she gets knocked on her ass. And at the end of the film, when the Minotaur takes her away yeah. in the Forbidden Forest is great. Um, yeah. it's, it's all, and, you know, and then the moment when McGonagall again stands up to her and says Sybil Trelawney could stay, you know. Yeah, when she was trying you. to fire her. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, how dare you, you know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but I can understand why you wouldn't. Yeah, look. Is, is is she the only reason you don't like the movie, or is there anything else in it? Potentially, I look because I've only I've only ever seen the later films like once through. Um, it's hard for me to remember what's happened exactly. Okay. Um, I know that the maybe one of the Deathly Hallows films seemed a little off. Um, I don't know if it was part one or part two. Yeah. Like I said, I've seen, I've only seen those movies like once through when they came out at the cinema. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy the earlier films. The earlier films definitely are so much better. Were a lot more I fun to watch. Feel like I feel like yeah, once after Order of the Phoenix, because you know their time at Hogwarts becomes less and less. Yeah. Um, you know it. The last three films very much kind of gel together for me. Mm. Very kind of I get things mixed up with some of them and forget things and I and like you I haven't really watched them as much as yeah. all the others like one two three four and well yeah, one two three and four I've seen probably at least five to ten times each yeah um especially the first two uh, I've seen them the most um but yes Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows one and two I've only probably watched maybe two or three times yeah um yeah and so I can kind of understand agree with you a little bit on mm. like how they I mean the splitting of Deathly Hallows into two I guess it's fine like it doesn't bug me as much yeah. as some of the other splittings but um because it's a big it is a big book and mm. there's a lot of story that needs to be told but um yeah some of it is a bit yeah I don't know mm. not it's yeah I don't know it's weird and, and that has the moment where you know the Ron gets pissy at, at Harry and Hermione and buggers off. And yeah, see... I hate that. I'd, yeah, I think that's probably why I didn't like that one either. Just because, you know... Well, obviously, you got to have, like, 
the moments where you have you have your arguments with your friends and stuff. Well, it, yeah, it makes sense <coughs> because they're especially because they're teenagers as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, you you'd think, and because Ron, <coughs> you know, after what happened in Goblet of Fire, you know, Ron was always, even though he got, I guess, got over, you know, Harry being the chosen one. Mm. Um, he he, there would have been a part of him that clearly still still held on to that. Oh he, yeah, he, for re- sure. he definitely resented Harry. Yeah. Uh, for being the center of attention. And, you know, that comes up again in Deathly Hallows Part 1. And it's, yeah, it's rough. I hate it. Because, like, that was my least favorite part about Goblet of Fire. And I love Goblet of Fire as a movie, despite its flaws. Because there are flaws. It's amazing, but there are flaws. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hate that, yeah, I, I, it's never good to see your favorite heroes not getting along. No. So, yeah. You know, so, but yeah. But yeah, so, so you think Order of Phoenix, for Umbridge. Yeah, pretty much. Fair enough. I need to actually go back and watch them like yeah, properly should, again. You and, should do a rewatch. And, yeah. yeah, you should do. You know what you should do? You should watch them and do Fred watch reviews for them. I should. I would love that. <laughs> you do written reviews for all the movies. That'd be fun. Yeah, when, when you maybe break it up between the animated stuff. Yes, or yes, maybe. If you want, if, if you I have want, time. if you have time, if you find the time, <laughs> I will read those reviews. Yes, because and I, I think a lot of people would. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yes, so they're my favorite and least favorite. They're your favorite and least favorite. All right. Fantabulous. Um, Okay, so um, good choices. Yes. From us. Now let's see what you guys have. Yes, let's get into it. Yes. Um, Starting with Stephen Garstone. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Steve. Um, He says, oh, wow, I have so many of these. The most obvious one that comes to mind is Star Wars. My favorite in the series is Return of the Jedi, a story showing that no matter how bad someone has turned, they are capable of redemption. Mm. Good point. Least favorite is Star Wars The Last Jedi. Okay. Take everything I like about Return of the Jedi and burn it to the ground. (laughs) Wow. Um, My nephew had a bad dream while I read his mind. I had better murder him in his sleep. Not to mention the damage done to the franchise elsewhere in the movie. Correct. I agree with you. Um, Although I still have only seen Last Jedi one time. Yeah, me too. I need to rewatch it. And I'm going to do it before Rise of Skywalker comes out. Um, Stephen goes on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My favorite movie is The Winter Soldier. While my least favorite is Iron Man 3. Interesting choice. Um, The more people forget about Iron Man 3, the better. Wow. (laughs) The ending of Endgame was a much better story conclusion than this one tried to be. Well, that's that's fair. I can understand that. Uh, Winter Soldier being my favorite will not come as much of a shock as Captain America has always been my famous... I think, I think he meant favorite. He means favorite typo. Uh, Captain America has always been my favorite Avenger, and I feel this movie did so many things right with the character. Okay. Very good explanations there. Okay, so Star Wars. Right. Um, yeah, Return of the Jedi is awesome. Mm-hmm. That was probably either I – see, I can't remember. I feel like my first Star Wars exposure was either Return of the Jedi or A New Hope, but I'm pretty sure it was Jedi. Um, and then, yeah, Last Jedi. Yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> – that's fair. The Last Jedi was very um, divisive. Yeah, is <laughs> a good. A lot word of people had use. different opinions about it. Very much so. Um, yeah. What do you th- What do you think about that? Um, well, I don't remember much about them, so I can't really say. Oh, that's okay. All right, <laughs> I will try and and well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Return of the Jedi. So he's talking about um, 
you know, no matter how bad someone's turned, they're capable of redemption. Yeah, you know, because, like, in the, you know, ending of the film, we see Darth Vader kill the Emperor. Yes. Or, or so we think, but he's apparently alive still um, because of the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Yep. But, um, yeah, but no, he, he's, he stops the Emperor from killing Luke. Yes. Um, and he, he refuses to, to kill Luke as well. Um, and then, yeah, and then he, that whole final scene where he, he dies in his, his son's arms is very sweet and, you know, he got to look at him in the, the, like the face before he died. Like that was, yeah, it's really, it's a really sweet ending and very fitting ending and it makes sense. And yeah, um, Star Wars The Last Jedi, yeah, I mean... Last Jedi, I would, I mean, I could even compare a little bit more to, you know, there seems to be a theme with like this, the second film. And I wish Phil was here to maybe elaborate on this better, but the second film in all of these trilogies, Mm. the Skywalker saga trilogies is, is one where kind of has like, you know, two storylines kind of going on at once. Yeah. So you've got in Empire, there's, you know, um, the main storyline I guess is the main. St- I don't know which is the A plot or the B plot of Empire. I mean, I, but you've got yeah, you've got Han, Leia, and Chewie, and everybody on the Falcon trying to get, and then they get to Cloud City, and they, there's that whole thing. Yeah. And then you've got meanwhile Luke's gone to Dagobah, and he's being trained by Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're separating them. Um, Attack of the Clones is a little similar in ways because you've got. You know, um, Obi-Wan has been, you know, training Anakin as his Padawan between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. And then um, he ends up leaving to go to, I think, Geonosis to find out, you know, the rumors about all the the clone army that's being built for the Republic or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you've got Padme and Anakin becoming all cozy and in love on Naboo. Yeah. Uh, and Tatooine. The pre- see the prequels, so, I remember. Yes, um, sadly, I remember. Oh, they're not that bad. <laughs> they're um, the ones I grew up. Yeah, on. well, me too, me too. Um, but yeah, so you've got those two sep. The you know the main three are kind of separate again, and then here in Last Jedi, you've got um, you know they're all separate. Like Ray's, you know, on the I can't remember the name of the planet, but the the Jedi planet where you know where the where luke is that she goes to at the end of force awakens she's there with luke training and then you know poe and finn are you know up in space with the rebels the resistance and then even after that they get separated because then finn goes on that mission with rose and they go to the casino which was the biggest waste of time in the entire star wars canon if you ask me i don't care what backlash I get for saying this. I, the casino stuff, I hated it. Okay. And Benicio Del Toro was wasted. And, yeah. So I kind of have gripes with Last Jedi as well. Like, I remember yep. it. I've only seen it once, but I remember the stuff I didn't like so much. It stuck, it kind of grind, really grinded on me a bit. But you see, you see what I mean? Like, there's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. every second film, there's these big separations of our main characters. Um, so, yeah. And the whole thing with, like, Luke's justification... Um, for, you know, the whole thing with him and, um, Kylo Ren or Ben. Yeah. And the reason Ben turned, kind of turned to the dark side a bit. Yeah. It was a bit shitty. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Luke's smarter than that. Mm Mm-hmm. But 
Who knows? We've got one more movie to go. We'll find out. And then, yeah, the MCU, uh, Winter Soldier is an amazing choice for a favorite MCU yeah. film. It's in, it's definitely in my top 10. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, Iron Man 3. I, I really like Iron Man 3, so I don't really entirely get why he says the more people forget about Iron Man 3, the better. Um, I mean, I get what he says about the ending because, like, the ending was a bit weird because he's, you know, he blows up all his suits. He gives all that up so he can, you know, he gets the arc reactor finally removed. Yeah. You know, so he doesn't have to depend on that to live. He got the rest of the shrapnel taken out and he's fine now. And, you know, he's ready to be there for Pepper. But then, you know, you see him in Age of Ultron and he's got a suit on and he's flying around doing his thing with the Avengers. And it's like they don't address anything from Iron Man 3 at all. It's like yeah. it didn't even happen. Okay. And a lot of people say that, you know, you, you really could, you know, take Iron Man 3 out of the canon and it doesn't affect anything. Yeah, true. Because it didn't change anything. If, if that's what you're going to then continue on with with Age of Ultron is Tony's in a suit again and he's got more suits and then he's got the Iron Legion doing their thing. Iron Legion? I think they're Iron Legion. Yeah, the Legion is. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the Iron Legion. Um, and then, you know, and then he built Veronica, the mm. Hulkbuster. You know, so he's still doing this stuff. And then in Civil War, they explain, like, he does explain it. He's having a conversation with Steve. There's, like, a brief mention of when he talks to Steve about how Pepper left him. Or they're on a break. Yeah. He says they're on a break. Um, Because he said, like, I realized I couldn't stop. Like, he tried to stop. He's like, I trashed my suits. But then I couldn't stop. Then he made new ones. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing a little, but that's basically what he says. So they kind of address it eventually. But yeah, so I can see that there is definitely a problem mm. um, with what they did. And plus, there's no ACDC in Iron Man 3, and it's the only Iron Man movie that doesn't have ACDC in it um, in terms of the trilogy. Every other film does, and I feel like, you know. And it wasn't directed by Favreau either. either. And Shane Black is a great director uh, and writer, but um, yeah, there was definitely something different about Iron Man 3. But okay. I, I still really enjoy it. I think it's phenomenal. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts on Winter Soldier and Iron Man 3? Do you have anything you want to add? Um, I don't really remember too much about Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Winter Soldier, I do agree, it is, it is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, especially for Captain America's story. Um, yeah, for sure. And, yeah. And, and and the entire MCU. Yeah. Like, changed I kind everything. of... After watching Endgame, I kind of um, realized how underappreciated Captain America was for me because I didn't appreciate him as much as I, you know, as I did for some of the other Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Um, but after watching Endgame, I realized, wow, okay. I didn't appreciate him as much as I should you have. You took him for granted. Yes, a bit. I did. Oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. You can go back yes. and rewatch those movies. I know and I then, can. And then get a even better appreciation for him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh yeah i really can't comment much because i've only seen the films like once through that's, that's okay <laughs> you've st- you've still at least seen them yes so that's a plus that's a plus um cool all right thank you Stephen. very good answers um who is up next all right our next response comes from ash hall ash hello ash and his response is Oh, God. DCEU. 
Shazam is my favorite because it is everything you would hope a superhero movie would be. Fun, light mostly, a good villain whose motives uh, make sense and aren't all that hard to sympathize with, and Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi is a fun, light, energetic angel who we must all bow down to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My least fave is Justice League, purely because of the inconsistent tone due to having Joss Whedon come in and mess with Zack Snyder's original vision. It's hard for me to watch because the DCEU was going to be amazing if they let Zack keep going and stopped messing with the story he was trying to tell. Mm, okay, fair. Um, yeah, that's very fair. So just, I guess, just picking up on that. Um, yeah, the reason Joss Whedon was brought in, a lot of people know, and I'm sure Ash knows this as well, because he's, he's pretty obsessed with the DC movies as well. Um, yeah, because Zack Snyder had a family tragedy. Um, so he had to kind of step away from the production. Fair enough. Um, and it kind of also happened at the same time that people were, you know, cause they were filming justice league, uh, in the wake of the reaction to Batman versus Superman. Mm. And the reception of that film was not very great. Yeah. As we all know, a lot of people don't like it. Um, you know, people named Martha have a hard time uh, <laughs> enjoying that movie just in general. Um, yeah, so they were kind of – they brought Joss in, and, and I always found the choice very s- funny because, you know, everyone's like the DCEU – well, not everyone, but people say, you know, they've just been trying to recreate or copy the Marvel formula that's worked for them and the fact that they're trying to build this connected universe, yep. right? Um, and so the fact that they would bring in as their second director for their first – team-up movie would be the guy who brought the first Marvel team-up movie, The Avengers, to the yes. big screen. Like, it's just very funny. And, like, of all the people, they picked Joss Whedon. It's so bizarre to me that, that that's how that went down. I still can't believe it. But he's right. The inconsistencies, though, are yeah. so glaring. Because you you know the... You, if, you, if you watch Joss Whedon's stuff, and if you're a nerd, you most likely have... Um, you know, you pick up on his humor, the things he puts in there, like that scene scene in Justice League where you know Aquaman's got the, he's holding onto the, the the lasso of truth, and he starts getting like emotional and stuff about who he is and all that stuff. I can't remember the exact. I've only seen the movie once as Me well because <laughs> I didn't love it. But yeah, there's that scene and it was very funny the way it was delivered and yeah. stuff. Like that's very that's a very Joss scene that one but then the movie still has a lot of parts of darkness to it yeah that Zack Snyder was had you know created with you know Man of Steel and then with you know that he made even gloomier with Dawn of Justice and a lot of people didn't really like it yep um so they were at the same time they were trying to brighten things up as a response to the negative reaction yeah and it kind of it worked in ways and it kind of didn't work in ways the main problem with Justice League as well is the fact that you know that's their third movie in this franchise, and they were trying to do a team up. Yeah, with I don't all know. these. Oh, sorry, the fourth movie. Apologies. Wonder Woman had happened before that, and Wonder Woman was great, and so people were starting to be a bit optimistic about maybe Justice League won't be too bad, and it didn't look like it was going to be terrible. And it, 
it's look, it's there are parts of it that are fun mm-hmm. and parts of it that are really clever. But the fact that you kill off Superman in your second movie and then you try to do a team up movie in your fourth film with all and you're trying to do fucking you know, you do Steppenwolf and you do you're trying to do Dark Side and uh Yeah. Yeah. I you've all heard my rant on <laughs> on the DC franchise before. Sorry everybody for repeating myself. New listeners might enjoy it. Um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so there's just, yeah, there's issues with that one. Um, Shazam, however. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my God, you will love Shazam. Really? You will freaking love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's it, what, one of the best things about it, and I've said this to everyone, it captures the, those 80s movies, childhood adventure movies, okay. you know? Like really just, it has such a, a noble spirit to it, such an innocence that's just... It's so much fun. It's so much, so playful. Zachary Levi is hilarious in this role. He was made to play it, and it's great. It's f- I, there's there is literally one scene towards the end of the film that had me crying laughing. <laughs> I was crying laughing. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to ruin <laughs> it for anyone. But holy shit, um, it's yeah, it's fantastic. So okay. I can I can understand why Ash would love it so much because it's yeah. it's so much fun from start to finish. And yes, it is everything you would hope a ser- superhero movie would be. And it, in my opinion, it is the best DC movie in this in this DCEU chronology that we've had so far. Okay, like it's wonderful. Um, you yeah, you would absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to seeing it. Then. Yes, good. All right, got to add that to the list yes. as well. Fantastic. <laughs> Um, thank you ash thanks ash oh boy okay good some law lord of the rings fulia can have some conversation because i'm i feel like i'm taking over the podcast sorry um who who's up next is it my turn to read yes Yes, it it is is. yes i'm gonna keep talking (laughs) okay uh trudy cox hello trudy hey trudy um she says lord of the rings return of the king is my favorite movie in the first trilogy and my least favorite is the Fellowship of the Ring. Okay, so she's not. In, oh, hang on. I don't. I don't. Whinging hobbits, lol. More of. I don't a, like whinging. Oh, I hobbits. don't like I whinging hobbits. I, that's okay. I don't like whinging hobbits. Fair call. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> more of an Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, and Gandalf fan. I admit the first one has its moments, but it doesn't do anything for me. Whereas the return, whereas the Return of the King does everything. Just has to live. Just I just have to live through all the hobbits. Lol. Um, yeah, so she hasn't even acknowledged the Hobbit films, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> totally fine. Um, yeah. Uh, how, do, how do you feel about that? What do you... In, okay, ter- in terms only... of... I know you've only seen them once. Once, yeah. Okay. What do you... What can you say? What can you add to this? Um, do you agree with her? I like the Hobbits. They were fun. Well, see, Pippin is my favorite character <laughs> in those movies. That's, um, what's his name, isn't it? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten his name. Hang on, we're looking it up. <laughs> Dominic Monaghan plays Mary, yeah. and I've, I've forgotten the name of the actor that plays Pippin, and I adore him. Oh, we'll get it. We'll I'm going to we'll be it, we'll kicking it, we'll myself. It, we'll it. Billy Boyd. 
Billy Boyd, yes, Billy Boyd played Pippin, and he was wonderful. Oh, I mean, and then he you know, was so good. He has the iconic, you know, he's the one that lists off all the different meal times. Yes, you know, what about Elevensies luncheon, second Se- breakfast, second breakfast? <laughs> so great, so great. It's my, yeah, he's so funny. I adore oh, him. My goodness. Um. And he, he had a re- he had a really interesting storyline throughout the trilogy as he well. He did. He really did. I really didn't expect it, and yeah. it, it was heartbreaking seeing him and Mary get separated in what was it in the two towers or the yeah it was in the two towers they got separated because they were or no yeah yeah no it was or maybe it was the start of Return of the King no Return of the King they got separated <laughs> sorry I'm talking too fast thinking as I'm talking yeah because Pippin went to. Um, uh, I, for, I haven't watched them in a long time. I can't forgetting all the and is it, no Endor's Star Wars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they got yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, Fellowship. I. God, I I feel like Fellowship might be my my favorite out of the three. Um, it's not the best of the three. I mean, I feel like an argument could be made for Two Towers being the best of the three, mostly just because of Helm's Deep. But um, and mm. Return of the King is epic as well. Oh, Gondor, Gondor. Gondor. That's why you thought Endor. Yep. Because <laughs> they sound similar. Yes. <laughs> yep. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you? What do you? What do you, what do you think? You? Do you think? I don't know. Which Which one is your favorite out of the three that you remember enjoying the most? Um. I think I liked Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, only because it's the one that I really remember distinctly. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, at you know, the way it even the way it begins. Um, and, you know, with, you know, Gandalf telling Sam to go and make sure you don't leave um Oh, what's his name again? Frodo. Frodo's. <laughs> well wow, I'm not a very good nerd tonight. <laughs> no, neither of us are. Um uh yeah, so you know, just it it was really cute. It's really cute that Sam Wise Gamgee is just like, I'm Aww. not gonna leave your side. Um yeah. I, I, I was to- I was told to be with you. I you just I you, we can't yeah. we can't separate. Yeah, and yeah. It was it's just especially towards I don't know which I don't know which of the films it was, but he made me cry when he was chasing after Frodo in the lake, when when Frodo started paddling away in the boat. Oh yeah, that's the end of Fellowship. Fellowship. Yeah. Okay. So I was, yeah. So he yeah yeah because and then because Sam can't swim. Yeah. He nearly drowned. Yeah. He just he runs into the river. And um, Frodo's telling him not to to go back, Sam. Go back. And then yeah. he's like, no, he's just made me. Not, he just made me cry. Oh yeah, it's emotional. That, that it's is emotional. friendship goals. It is. It is. <laughs> It's a wonder why everybody ships them yes. as a like actual couple, um, but um, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's the the Frodo Sam friendship yeah. is incredible. Yeah, um, yeah, and no, yeah, it, fellowship is really good because it's just, I think it's such a wonderful introduction to Middle Earth, um, cinematically. Exactly, and, and and in terms of the story, is really cool. Like the stuff. I mean, even though you know Gandalf's only in half of the movie because of you know he fights the Balrog and that doesn't end very well for him. Well, so we think for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. 
it's still I don't know. Yeah, it's just a really good. It was it just started fantasy off, adventure it, film. It just started off really nice and fun. Yeah, it uh, is. It's kind of yeah. They were going on an adventure. You're right, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't get the stakes don't start to really get too real until the Awful. end the end of Fellowship yeah. and then into Two Towers. Exactly. Really. So there's, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of lightheartedness to it. Gollum's introduced in Fellowship, isn't he? He he is very briefly. Yeah. Um very briefly because he's he's the one that tells the um he's being tortured by the the, the orcs I think into telling the um the Nazgul that you know Frodo Baggins or or Bag no he says Baggins and Shire they're the two words he gets tortured in Baggins. saying yes so then the Nazgul go after them yeah um yeah so Andy Circus man holy and, shit. yeah well we I don't, love that we don't need to get into Andy Circus right now he's amazing yes. Yeah, he's but yeah, incredibly I, yeah. talented. I think Fellowship is... At, I, I, I say this now, but I'm probably going to regret it. I need to do a rewatch. Yes, we, yes you need to rewatch Lord of the Rings and <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, so the longest freaking franchise yeah. ever. And then Return of the King is amazing. And I love... I love the, um, the, the ending with, uh, you know, when they're at... I forget the name of the... I've forgotten the name of the city. That's the problem. I've, the name of the... Uh, maybe it's Minas Tirith. Maybe. I've forgotten. I think that's the name of the city. And, you know, Aragorn's finally crowned king of Gondor. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then, you know, he says, you know, you bow to no one to the four hobbits and everyone gets on a knee. Yeah, it's Minas Tirith. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, I really love, that's a beautiful ending. But then the problem with, you know, Return of the King is that it does really feel like it has like four or five different endings because it keeps fading to black and then it keeps coming back and yeah. finishing off. So that's the only thing about Return of the King that's a bit shaky. But even then, that being said, like the endings for it are, are great and I can't watch I can't watch Frodo leave without bawling my eyes out. Yeah. That ending is so sad. Like it's I mean it's it's great because he's not dying or anything. No. But he's leaving and the music is like playing and the and Sam's crying and oh, all the hobbits are crying Pretty and much. Oh, yeah, it's emotional. But it's an incredible film. Yeah. And oh, oh yeah, and just the I fucking love just on returning. I fucking love the um you know the the ghost army that Aragorn goes into the the caves with Legolas, you know, and to to get them to help them fight. Oh yeah, in the war. And he said, yeah, yeah. And then the the main one, like he says, my favorite quote from the, the whole trilogy was like, "The way is shut. Um, it was made by those who are dead, and the dead keep it. The wow. way is shut. It's really cool. That's. Yeah. I would love that tattooed yeah. on me in Elvish somewhere. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> or or Dwarvish. I can't remember what script it's in. Anyway. Yeah. Getting really <laughs> off track here. Thanks, Trudy. Thanks, Trudy. <laughs> rant on Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I've got a lot to say tonight. Whether it's <laughs> any of it's correct or not, time will tell. Um, who's next? Um, I don't know because we've got another. We've got two more responses. Okay. Left. Well, do we want me to read the next one and then you read the last one? Okay. Or do you want me to actually? Do you want me to read it considering our last commenter? Oh, is kind of. Do you want? I'll read it. Okay. 
All right. So, so we'll keep going. We'll so keep, you okay. keep we'll stick to stick to scheduling. Uh, Don't mind us, audience. No, it's fine. It's, we plan these on the fly, really. Yes. All right. So our next response <laughs> yes. comes from Ryan Mills. Yay, Ryan! Hello. And he says, "What a coincidence! Those ones, the ones in the picture." And that's uh, Endgame and Incredible Hulk. <laughs> so he commented on that one. Okay. But also, there's so many. Here's a few, and he lists them. Terminator 2 versus whatever the hell salvation is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Return of the King versus Battle of the Five Armies, if they even count as being the same franchise. Yeah, fair call. Fair call. Logan versus Origins Wolverine. Weirdly, the best and worst film of the X-Men franchise are both solo Wolverine movies. Correct. <laughs> and I've had that thought as well. So I'm glad I'm not alone there. Die Hard versus A Good Day to Die Hard. Yep, also true. And of course, Alien Covenant, which makes Alien Resurrection look like Alien, but my favorite is Aliens. Okay, wonderful. Die Hard versus A Good Day to Die Hard. I've seen bits and pieces of A Good Day to Die Hard and didn't really care for it, but the original Die Hard's awesome. Haven't seen either of them. Haven't seen either of them. Okay, I can forgive you for the second one, but (laughs) Die Hard is so good. But I don't know if it's your kind of movie. Probably not. No. Uh, yeah, Logan versus Origins Wolverine. Okay. Like, that, that I've seen. Okay, to- talk us through it. Okay. Logan's really good. Logan is a masterpiece. It is great. I love it. It is. Yes. Um, made me cry a lot. Oh, me too. But I enjoyed it for what it was, and I was so glad that... Um... I've gone blank on his name. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I don't know. I am so tired. That's okay. We need to we need to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes, go. I'm I'm just so glad that Hugh Jackman got to go out in that way. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's awesome. It's poetic. It's wonderful. Origins Wolverine was that the one where he was in Japan? No, that's the Wolverine. That's the Wolverine. Okay, so Origins Wolverine was the one where he was sort of kind of like a prequel. Yeah, it's his story. Or, it is kind of his, or, his, his origin, origin story. Well, well obviously. The title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, <laughs> you, you know, okay. you, you see how he became. Right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. I, I liked it, but probably not the best. Look, the CGI is terrible in it. Um, they ruined Deadpool. That's the movie that where Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool for the first time. Mm. And it was so bad. That's kind of how it kind of gave birth to the awesome Deadpool we have now. Like they had to redeem themselves because, you know, but at the end of the the movie, they, they experimented, I think on, on, um, Wade Wilson in it. I've only seen it once. So I can't remember. Yeah. Neither can I. Um, because Wade Wilson, I think he dies in it and then they turn him into that guy with the, yeah, they, 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 they sew his mouth shut and he's just got this one blade hand and he's like, yeah, it's real weird. Like single bladed, kind of like a Wolverine thing, but with single blades and they're really long. Yeah. Like he had, yeah, it was was bad. Yeah. That was really, cause yeah, yeah, that was very weird. Yeah. No, that's right. Cause yeah, he was Wade he was just Wade Wilson, the mercenary. And then he became, that was their version, their take on Deadpool was that. Yeah, no, and it was I, don't, I don't even remember it. That's probably how bad it was. It was bad. And then they did the Juggernaut in that movie as well. And it That's was, and true. That, and that was really terrible, even though it was Vinnie Jones, and I love Vinnie Jones. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was not great. Um, I mean, Liev Shriver played Sabretooth, which is uh, 
who was actually Wolverine's Logan's brother. Mm. Um, that was really cool. Yeah, I kind of like that dynamic between the two of them. But yeah, it's not a great movie. I've, no, and then the Gambit stuff. Yeah, no, it's no. Just I think not... yeah, no. Look, definitely Logan, Logan is, is the superior of the hundred and ten percent by a million miles. Yes, it's. It is a masterpiece. I'm just going to keep saying it the is. word masterpiece because it, really it really is. And it's one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Mm. May even be the greatest. Yeah. Like, I would be willing to say that. As a fan of Avengers Endgame, yeah. I will admit Logan is just a brilliant piece of filmmaking. It is. Like, the cinematography in that film. Gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Gorgeous. So good. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I it's love flawless. It. Absolutely. Flawless. Um... Yeah, let's see. We've talked about Return of the King. And Terminator 2. Uh, Terminator 2 is one of the greatest sci-fi films ever made. Salvation, not so much. They basically tried to do... uh, It's like, oh, let's go into the future now. We've done the Terminator in the present time. Let's go into the future after Judgment Day and see what John Connor's really like. And he was played by Christian Bale. And he was okay um, in the role. And, And... Aussie actor Sam Worthington, mm-hmm. which is the same year Avatar came out. Yep, two thousand nine. Um, so he played a human Terminator hybrid. Okay. And yeah, so and that was okay, but it was yeah, whatever that movie was trying to be, it was. Oh, yeah. Just went straight over. <laughs> it's not. I can see why they've retconned the entire franchise. Yeah, yeah. To be no, perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, cool. Thanks, th- Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Oh, okay, right. our last response uh, and our longest response comes from our wonderful co-host Wayne Stellini. Wayne Stellini, hello Wayne. <laughs> <clears throat> Here we go, crack snuckles. Um, okay, because I'm usually the one that reads out his comments. No, but Wayne, it appears, is trolling both of us in this, so I've decided to read this one out. Okay, for Fulia's <laughs> sake. <laughs> okay, when you're ready, I'm going. <laughs> We're going. Okay. It is an unfortunate yet inevitable moment when a franchise turns a little sour or goes off the rails completely. As I'm sure you can attest to, Kendall, having devoted so much time to the MCU. (laughs) Oh, you got some nerve, So so he starts with you. He starts with me first. Fuck off. Um... (laughs) Even my beloved uh, Friday the 13th franchise isn't perfect. The original film from 1980 was a masterful homage, i.e. blatant ripoff, to its contemporaries as well as the slashes that came before it. And even though part six, Jason Lives, is lauded by genre fans as ahead of its time with the use of self-referential humor, the good times had to end. New Line Cinema's era of Jason movies began with Jason Goes to Hell, and all that needs to be said about that are two words, homoerotic shaving. (laughs) Wow. What was with that? Okay. (laughs) Fair question. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Sticking with the horror genre, Wayne continues, you're welcome, Fulia, in brackets. Here we go. Take it back. (laughs) (laughs) The Halloween franchise has had some notorious misfires, most infamously Halloween 3, 1982, and Rob Zombie's rebooted crime against the genre. Wow. Halloween 2, 2009. (laughs) Uh, But these atrocities cannot take away from the awesome 
awesomeness that are the original Halloween from 1978 and its sequel Halloween 2 from 1981. Side note, with the multiple timelines, reboots and retcons, I'm curious to see how Fully's Halloween fanfiction fits into the franchise. <laughs> you ain't getting one. <laughs> Aw, why not? <laughs> not happening. <laughs> he can continue to tell me fan. The, or talk about me doing Halloween fanfiction, but it's not going to Yeah, happen. but you know what you could do, though? You could troll him back and write a f- Halloween fanfiction, but make it, like, nothing like Halloween at all. <laughs> like, Disney-fy it. Yeah. Like, literally do it. Uh, make Mike... My, 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 telling him his secrets. Make Michael Myers a, a Disney prince. <laughs> I would love to Only see Only wants his love. Uh, yes. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Now, Kendall, I suspect that your spidey senses were telling you that I'd be trolling you with my response to this question, but nothing could be further from the truth. After all, to answer the question of which is my favourite versus least favourite release in the MCU implies that there's a good film enough. Sorry, I can't speak properly because this is an incorrect (laughs) statement. Implies that there's a film good enough amongst them to classify as a favourite at all. Hashtag trolling Kendall. Hashtag trolling Fulia. Hashtag love you ladies. Hashtag I seriously want to read Fulia's Halloween fanfiction. <laughs> You're not the only one, my friend. Wayne. Oh, man. Oh, You're lucky I love you. Jesus Christ. We love you 3,000. We love you 3,000. We do. <laughs> Take that. Um, yeah. His gag reflex will be going nuts right now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I haven't seen all of the Halloweens and I haven't seen all of the, um, uh, the, the Jasons, the Friday the 13th. Um, so I can't really attest to how bad or good, but Halloween 2, I don't, did I watch it? Oh yeah, no, I did. I did. I did. Yes. Sorry. Which I watched, so I watched, or maybe I watched number one. Fuck. I've forgotten. No, I'm, okay, last year, so just going back to, well, not even going back to anything because I haven't even done it today. Collectible Chaos, last year I did Halloween Top 10 um, Horror Movie Remakes mm. um, and I watched Rob Zombie's Halloween mm. um, and I think it made it onto, I may have made it onto the list, maybe as an honorable mention because I don't hate it, um, but if I'm not mistaken, number two... Or number one, number one has the stuff with like that just kind of feels like it kind of feels like two different movies from memory, and I'm I'm probably remembering wrong because I can't remember if I watched Halloween two or not. Mm. Um, so I'm not really sure. But Rob Zombie, like Rob Zombie's initial remake of Halloween, I thought was really really good. I mean, I yeah, if I'm unless I'm remembering it wrong, like I said. Um, but that's about that's about it. I think um, the MCU is amazing. It is. Suck it. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> basically. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Hall- so the Halloween remake is really sp- a movie sp- split into two. Like, there's two two different kind of sides to it. Because there's the, there's the backstory into Mike, 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 Michael Myers and the way he is. And the fact that he, you know, or the initial murders he commits, and then there's the other half that kicks in, which is the um, the Laurie Strode story, which is Jamie Lee Curtis's character from the original, but they've turned her into this not great version that was, you know, a high school 
girl who was f- who was okay, but she had some obnoxious friends, and then they all get murdered anyway. So you know, yeah. ha- Halloween horror movie tropes. Cool. But yeah, anyway, enough right. about that. Yep. I think we're done. Yep. That was popcorn culture. Holy crap! An epic discussion. That if, was massive. That, that was almost, that almost took an hour. That almost did. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for all your responses. Yes, thank you. We, we did very well there. We did. Um, cool. All right. Um, what's up with Fred then? Uh, oh, let's, so actually, let's go back. I'm, I'm going to see. I'm just don't skip ahead. Just I, yet. I skipped. I, I keep <laughs> skipping things. Um, yes. Next week's question, Fulia, is what? Next week's question: What's a horrible movie that you love and yes, why? And why? Hashtag tell Fred. That's going to be an interesting one. That is going to be an interesting one, yes. So not guilty pleasure. No. So a movie that you know is bad, that people think is bad, that has probably a really low rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes, 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 Rotten Tomatoes. I always forget how, which is the right way to say that. I don't even know if there's a right <laughs> way or a wrong way. It's the Australian way to say it. Yes, Tomatoes. tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yes. Yeah, basically. As horrible as the movie may be. Yes. But if you love it, we want to hear about it. Yes, exactly. Yes. Whatever it is. Hashtag tell Fred. Yes. Thank you. Now. Now. What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? <laughs> yes. Okay. So. We can discuss the thing that we didn't discuss at the beginning of this Correct. Discussion. <laughs> Everyone has been waiting in suspense. I wonder what it could be. Um, yes. We filmed Collectible Chaos. Yay. Earlier in the week. Yes, so that will be out this Tuesday. This Tuesday, which if you're listening to this fresh off the press, uh, is less than 24 hours away. Yes. Or is about 24 hours away. Pretty much. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, It's Marvel themed, everyone. Yay! Shock horror. (laughs) Um, Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. And it's my birthday month. And it is. And I love it. Yes. It's coming out on Fulia's birthday. I know. As well. Which is also exciting. Um, it's MCU related. Yay! Collectible Chaos and yes. it's my birthday. Yes. It's perfect. <laughs> and um, I had fun editing it. Yay! I'm so glad. I, I we, we had a really good day filming it. Record-breaking filming. Record-breaking filming. Oh, my God. I'm very proud of both of us. I know. It's amazing. We've come so far. Oh, yes. Yes, it was great. Um, so, Collectible Chaos is in the works. Um, yep. Coming out soon. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, you can still check out my reaction trailer to... Uh, reaction video to the it chapter two trailer mm-hmm. um that's all my non-scripted ramblings stuff yep um so please please have a have a have a have a watch yes leave a comment subscribe even if you feel so inclined click them bells click them bells um yeah and then yeah i guess that's all for me um, Fulia, what do you got for us? So we've got a monthly that'll be out this week. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, that's going to be a lot of fun. Where we compare the original Aladdin and the remake of Aladdin. Yes. And that is going to be fun. Did you get a chance to go? No, unfortunately I've been too busy and Bugger. procrastinating. That's a, Oh, gosh. <laughs> and running out of money. Well, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't go out and watch it again. But I'm pretty sure you remember most of it. And I, I think I remember a lot of it anyway. I'm going to remind. There, there's a lot yeah. of good highlights that I definitely remember. So Yes, yes. Um, It'll be I'll a good be, discussion. Right. Yes. yes. So yes. have a look on social media, guys, if you want to get on the discussion with that. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about your opinions, your thoughts, your yes. reviews on the Aladdin movies. Yes. Um, so that'll be great. 
Um, I'm still doing my regular incompetent gamers on Fridays. Yes. Murdered Soul Suspect with Foolish Fuji. <laughs> Please do yourselves a favor and watch this. Okay, so last episode was last week. was a bit less of the scary stuff because I did a good hour and a bit of play of um, playthrough and managed to avoid <laughs> demons for a little while. Yay, that's good. For the first time. Good job. And then as soon as I finished the particular investigation and I had to leave a building, um, that's when the demons decided to pop up. Oh, And no. I jumped. So I, and that's where I stopped. And I'm like, okay, we'll come back to this next time. <laughs> and I'm out. Yeah. Yep. Literally what, Great. That's literally what I did. Great. I'm done. <laughs> And that's enough stimulation <laughs> for one day. Oh, fantastic. Like it was bad enough there's eerie music while you're even just doing regular yeah, investigations. Yeah. And especially the fact that it's always nighttime. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, you know, all of a sudden the demons pop up, you just all of a sudden hear this sort of screechy yeah, yeah. demonic sounds. And you're just, that, that's, when, that's what makes you jump even more. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so unexpected. Comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it's it's expected, but it's not expected yeah, yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Uh, yeah. So that sort of freaks me out. So that'll be a fun run in, in the next episode. That will. There's three demons I have to execute, and they're all within sort of the same little area. Not fun. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll get it. You'll get it. Um, excellent. That's yes. exciting. So tune in on Fridays to watch Foolish Fuji do that. Yes. Um, and, and then freak out. Yes, and freak out because it's hilarious. Uh, any other incompetent gamers? I think F- Phil. Yes, Darth Puddin, Darth Puddin had a run last week. Yes. He did his Sims 2 run. Yes. So he started up uh, a new a new run of The Sims 2 and literally all he did was create his character by rent rent a room. Yeah, rent an apartment. Rent an apartment and then did a little bit of interacting and socializing. Mm, and got a girl real interested in him. Oh yeah. Which is not really his goal. <laughs> no, he wanted, I think he was he's going for popularity. Yes. Not romance. Well, in popularity, you still can get... You can still get the romance stuff. Some of the romance stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think you have to make, like, like, you have to make someone fall in love with you. Yeah. But that's as far as it goes. Kind of like a crush, sort of flirt with them and that sort of thing. Sure, 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 sure. And that was only on his first run. It's impressive. (laughs) Impressive. I know. So I imagine uh, Darth Puddin will be back this Tuesday. Yeah. Well, Uh, hopefully hopefully he will be. Hopefully. If he... Is able to, mm-hmm. so keep your eyes peeled for that. <clears throat> for that on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, regular Fred watches, as Fred usual, watches every, every Thursday, Thursday. Written reviews, yep. podcasts, all podcasts that jazz. once a month. Yes. Um. Apparently, there's a really good podcast coming up very soon featuring us. Yes, there is. <laughs> We're not allowed to say what it is. <laughs> we'll but, wait till it's announced. But it's going to be worth the wait. Yes, because it's. It was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. We had a good time. We did. We did. Um, <laughs> beta yes. test as per usual beta as tests. well. Yes, get around it. Um, and I, th- I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah. Does it? All right. Okay. Well, yep. And with that, that, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yes. Time for the Fred plugs. Time for the Fred plugs. 
Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel. I'm Dave Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Bags and stationery. I was trying something different and it really didn't work. Bags and stationery with our own unique friend alien designs by our very talented team. Unibombs in Governor Gamers, our live stage shows, and more. And more. That was a Fred plug. I've been a Fuyakatarmaja. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And you just experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yes, episode 77. Mm. Thank you for listening. Yes. Sorry we got a bit delirious towards the end there. <laughs> but we're it's, getting it's t- we're getting tired. Yep, we're, we're very the, tired. The coffee is wearing off. Mm-hmm. Um, remember to eat Remember beef. to eat beef and whatever you feel like you want to. Yes. Just eat it. Eat food. Eat food and be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, thank you for listening. Please also feel free to rate and review us on yes. all of your respective podcasting apps. Yes, definitely. Give, get us some exposure. Get us out there. We've been doing this for a long time and we would like some love. We'd love to hear from Spread, you. And we'd love to hear from you. Spread the word. Comments, questions, feedback, all of that. Please. Reach us on our social media. And share us with your friends and family. Share us around and, yes, review us, rate us. Thank you. And, and scene. scene.